to Founders at Five, your favorite podcast about topics that don't make it to the happy hour, but sure made it to ours. This is Anna. And I'm Lena. And welcome to our happy hour. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Chin, chin. Chin, chin. Well, listen, spring is coming. Actually, summer is pretty much here already, oh, nice. like in Arizona. It's it's really warm. It's nice. And because Cali has been really, really raining the whole beginning of um, the year. And they actually had a tornado in LA this week. Oh, my week. God. Which is crazy. Oh, and I'm God. like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> How's your week been? It's been good. I don't know if you know, Anna, but I am in a burger club. What? No. <laughs> My friend and I have a burger night once a month. In New York? In New York. And we tried a new place in the West Village. And that burger was so good. Sounds like you, have, you had a happy week. Well, speaking of happy, by the way, um, so Finland, our dearest home country, was actually chosen as the happiest country in the world uh, for, I think, six consecutive yes. years or something. That's quite an achievement. There was like a whole... Go Finland! Yeah. Well, especially for Finland. I feel like it's so funny because it's like nine months out of 12. It's like rainy, cold, disgusting, and dark, and people are like semi-depressed, and they're like... I don't know if in those three remaining months, people just like get so happy that that reflects in a survey. I find it quite interesting, actually. I kind of see Finland sometimes, or in many, many different things, uh, a country of extremes where you have like, it's so, it's so dark for so long. And then it's extreme, the light that you have during the summer. So maybe also mm. the mindset has shaped. But I think many times people really confuse between happy and joyful and Finns we're maybe not the most joyful but uh, but I, I do believe in the happiest country in the world and I think really happy what it means and also when you look at all these rankings and and how they're done it is really you know when you have basic safety and security in life and you don't need to worry about your existence are we the most joyful country I think that <laughs> that price could go to some other countries yeah that's true but I'm wondering if like happiness is also being mixed with complacency and just being okay like nothing's bad nothing's wrong so I guess I'm happy I get it in Finland it's like you have all these access to services and it's safe like you said and all these things right it's a great country to live so the happiness comes from there but what about the kind of happiness that's like making you feel a certain type of way like you wake up in the morning you're like you know what my life is so damn good are people actually happy like truly do they feel good sometimes we also confuse between you know re happiness and this expected happiness that we see on movies and in media and yep. social media all the time i think that happiness is that you can wake up and you're like you know i'm i feel good yes. it doesn't need to be that you feel this like extreme excitement all the time or, you know, these kicks and highs, but that you are quite, like, stable and good. It can, like, be confused with maybe boring because you don't have those highs, but I think mm. that those are something else. I think that those are, like, these energy kicks or adrenaline highs that you get every once in a while. And, and then happiness is that you can continuously say that I feel pretty good in my life. And I think that that's, for example, like Finland is, you know, you probably feel pretty good continuously. It's easier when you know that you have basic security and you're not going to be out on the street and you don't have, you know, this kind of stress yeah. that may, you might have somewhere else. And then in New York, for example, 
you have like these extreme highs and then you have these extreme lows Mm. so you have these you know peaks and you're like oh my god you know I'm the king of the world and or queen (laughs) and (laughs) and like invincible and I can do anything and I'm gonna go and conquer the city and the world and so on and then the next day you're like lying under your blanket and you're like I spent all my money on burgers at the speakeasy (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you're like what's gonna happen now Well, I agree with you. I think it's a really good point. I think, yeah, it's definitely different from excitement. And I agree that happiness is not the same thing as like being like hyped or like pumped about something or like, like, you know, high about life or whatever they say, you know. Um, But it's also interesting how you say like, oh, yeah, well, for example, in Finland, I mean, I think people feel pretty good. But that's the thing, right? Pretty good isn't the same thing as happy. Like, because what I meant was was like the the strong feeling of, I am happy. Like, let's say, I don't know, people probably, people always say like, you know, if you have kids, which I don't, but like, I could imagine that, you know, you wake up in the morning and you snuggle with your kids and, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful Sunday morning and you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Like with my family here, whatever. Right. Like, do you have those feelings? Yeah. I think at least for me, how I measure happiness is how do I feel? Like, yeah. Right. And yeah, I, I think that that's very, um, I think that that's the most important measure Absolutely. you can have. Because 100%. Who cares? Yeah, who cares what things look like on paper? Well, yeah. And then I remember like when I moved to New York and I was trying to get Zvook, my startup, off the ground. And I remember I was like renting a bunch of different like rooms around Brooklyn and I was like in this teeny tiny room and I remember there was like a period of time when I didn't know anybody in the city we hadn't raised any money we didn't know what the hell we were doing we didn't have a product like everything was so iffy I was like starting to run out of money and whatever and I was like you know laying in my bed on like a Saturday morning be like there's nowhere I need to be right now I don't know anybody and and it was like it's, it's a weird scenario but I'm like, you know what? I feel happy because I get to do this. This is an adventure. I came here to build my startup. Mm. This is what it is. And all these challenges made me feel happy because I was doing what I love. Yeah. It wasn't a sense of security or safety. It was more the sense of fulfillment, like real, real yeah. fulfillment. And also maybe the freedom of doing what you really wanted to do. Oh, absolutely. And I I think that's actually yeah. a huge thing, a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah, for me too, I feel like freedom is a big part of my happiness measure. If I feel free, if I feel like I can do what I want, pursue what I want, etc. Yeah, and I think you actually brought up an interesting point about like the social media and the pressure of feeling happy or something, right? And I think that's a legit thing. I think without yeah. seeing how other people are doing, I feel like a lot of people would feel happier, right? Like you have what you have and you don't know what everybody else has. You don't know if the grass is greener. Right. So you're like, my grass is awesome. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. While we are scrolling on social media, we rarely keep in mind or like remember that this is just one side of life that we see. And we always see the most polished, the the happiest, the best. And I think that that creates uh, a lot of pressure of feeling happy. And again, like Mm -hmm. having these very strong feelings of happy, because sometimes I think happiness can also be a more subtle feeling. Yeah. And I think that when you are on social media and seeing everything that is so fabulous so amazing so exciting um i it's like well is my happiness enough yeah even though that basically means that you would have some universal concept of what happiness is because what's also really interesting is 
when you are on social media and you see all these other people having a certain type of car or a certain type of a home or whatever, and you're like, oh, is my happiness enough? But that would basically mean that you we would all want the same things, which yeah. by default, we don't, right? Like by default, we don't want the same things. However, somehow through social media, it's like we all want the same things. Like if I yeah. don't have a certain branded whatever then I, I, I'm not going to post. Like, a who are of my, you? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to post a picture of my coffee maker because it's not whatever brand. Like, I mean, who, I mean, do you actually care about that? And so it's really interesting. Why is it so important to us then that we have to post on social media in a certain way? Because surely there are a bunch of people who would feel and see world the way you do. And you just attract those kinds of followers and those kinds of people. And then you leave somebody yeah. else to do their thing. But somehow yeah. we take a lot of pressure for from like, what something looks like which is very yeah. interesting to me and it's obviously very yeah. concerning i don't know i i personally don't see social media as the big evil i know that people a lot of people are like oh it's like screwing up everybody and i understand definitely the negative effects and i think that there are definitely many of them and 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 it's very concerning but i think it's also concerning because we have become as people so sensitive to like oh my god like what we didn't used to like flip through whatever magazine and be like well I don't look like that or I don't have this house like like you watch a home decor magazine and it's like oh this happy couple lives in this amazing penthouse you would never be like oh fuck like I don't have that like I'm a failure but like somehow daily on social media like it's on us it's upon us and we take it but I also think that with social media it's because we spend so much time on social media thank god there was no social media when oh I was for sure but from, for me maybe god. for different reasons I don't want yeah same same I, I, I don't, don't want, want any those. proof <laughs> <laughs> same I'm like thank god but thank also you. like now I feel like you know at 33 you know I know the harms of social media I know how to avoid them Yet, sometimes I feel a little bit of pressure or like, you know, I'm not living up to some standard. So even if I know in theory, I'm not immune. And I think that the younger people are, and especially like, God bless everybody who grew up or has grown up with social media. You have all my empathy, but it (laughs) must have been really hard. Well, that's why they're all fucked up. And like, that's why like... (laughs) That's why everybody like just needs to go to therapy all the time because I mean for yeah. real though I mean that that this is what I think just not so much just the social media but that pressure and that constant twenty four seven like feed of we still need to kind of figure out how social media like how it's gonna shape out and and what it's gonna look like maybe in ten years I'm like I have to say I'm so happy I didn't grow up with social media. And I'm also so happy I don't have a child now who is growing up with social media and we would need collectively figure this shit out. I'm like, I really trust in us having figured this shit out when I have a child who is around that age. So Uh, fingers crossed. It can be better or worse. So yeah. Yeah. But it's also crazy how, you know, this whole thing of because there's a difference between I think having people that are aspiring right like you're you're following someone and their life because they they're more successful and they're doing things that you want to do and you look up to them and you say oh this person achieved all these things or they live this life and I want I I, I feel inspired by that which is great but then also something that you said I think earlier was like yeah like I don't have like can I measure up to that and then the question is really like 
what is enough then? Like, let's say you do live in a nice house, but you don't go out vacationing as often. Now, are you unhappy about that? Like, is that, you know, what's enough really when you think about that to make you happy? And what do you really, you know, need? I've always said, like, I've joked about it. I was like, well, if I have, if I am healthy and I have people around me that I love and care about, I could live in a cardboard box. Like for yeah. real. And I feel like in the past three and a half years, like having so many different homes and places that I've called home in the United States and kind of jumping between rental apartments, whatnot, I almost feel like legitimately I, I, I don't even care anymore about that. Like that whole aspect of life has, yeah. has stepped away. And of course I want to have a great, nice home, but it's it's a it's a nice addition, but that's not what my happiness is consistent. Yeah, I have similar happiness. You know, what brings me happiness is really the people around me and my health. And then if I can do something that feels fulfilling. Yes. Like materialistic things for me, they don't really bring happiness. It's like nice to have, but definitely not must have. And my grandmother said this to me like some years ago. You know what, Lena, when we all die, we can't take anything with us. So there's no point in collecting a lot of stuff. And, you know, being able to scale up and down with your lifestyle is a great skill because there are moments when you have more and then there are times when you're not and if your happiness is in the stuff that you're buying scaling down is really hard and then also finding happiness is very hard because what's enough yeah I love what your grandmother said like absolutely it's like you're not gonna take this with you so why bother I also look at this from the perspective of a founder And someone who has recruited people and who is looking to hire people and provide them with an environment that that offers them that sense of fulfillment and happiness, because honestly, you are obviously spending majority of your time working. So, you know, I think that it's super important for you to be super happy with your work and waking up and being excited. And then the question is like, what does that look like even anymore today? Because we thought it was um, beer on tap on Fridays and, you know, like yoga mornings on Wednesdays and a pool table in the office. It's not that. And then we kind of shifted to, well, now it's like the flexibility flexibility of working remotely working from wherever but even that is proven to be tricky there are still a lot of people that are burned out unhappy sad not fulfilled and like if you're not happy with your with where you work even though technically you should be because everything's there then what yeah. is it that you want more and is it just the whole era that we live in right now there's like where nothing is enough or you don't even know you kind of want something different something better you're not feeling great but you don't know you just generally don't feel happy if you're 25 and you're in this like you're this instagram generation and you want to get a job that's fulfilling what does that look like for you well i think it has two sides firstly i think that a workplace that can offer security fulfillment and and you can do what you're good at or something that you like. The other part is, I think also this is maybe like a generational thing, or maybe it's generational plus media plus social media. Nowadays, we expect to be like at the top level right away. Oh, yeah. The expectations get, they get a little bit skewed. Normally, it takes years of work and experience and sometimes blood, sweat and tears (laughs) to get somewhere. But I think that that part has been missing and maybe also social media plays a part because sometimes 
that you know journey is not shown nobody shows that yeah and listen it's okay to share your 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 good and happy and whatever successes but also like share a little bit more authentically like what it took to to get there i think you're like literally so on point with the fact that people are expecting to get somewhere really fast i think it's 100 because people on mostly on social media they show that you basically barely work you just post and you just get all this amazing stuff and yeah. you're rich and you're beautiful. You have a hot boyfriend and you never see anybody really working. I mean, people talk about work. They're like, oh my God, I had such yeah. a crazy week, busy. And it's like, what are you doing? Well, you're let me tell you. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's insane, and that and the thing is like I think when you get something too easily, that doesn't make you happy. Like you got right yeah. now something super easily, it's not going to well feel like you achieved it. And so struggle no. is what creates happiness at the end of the day. You getting yes. to that goal because it was hard and you did it, yeah. and that's what I think yeah. the you know some of the. I don't want to sound old, but like some of the, some of the, I think younger people really have to learn. I really liked what you said about how struggle creates happiness. And going back a little bit to that, like Finland being the happiest country in the world, despite we have eight, nine months of pure darkness. And then we have these three, four beautiful months. And here again, we have the two extremes. And I think that sometimes you need two extremes to feel happy. Can you ever feel love if you have not been like completely destroyed and heartbroken? Yeah. That's such a good point. Can you feel achievement if you haven't fe- felt failure, etc., etc.? And I think, you know, and I think in the startup world actually, this is also, you know, very true, right? When you're building a startup, you go through hardships. I mean, everybody knows this. Everybody talks about it theoretically at all times. And there are some founders that share it. And I've also tried to share, you know, kind of my, from my perspective of what it's like to be on this journey. Mm. However, the founders that are rewarded are still the ones that do things quickly and right from the get-go. I mean, it is crazy. Like if you go to speak to investors, right? And you've said, hey, I've been building this for two years and it hasn't really been working out. Um, but, but, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know what? No, I want someone who said, this is what I achieved in two months, right? Something just clicked. It just came yeah. to me. I was able to raise money quickly, hire a team quickly, scale quickly, grow quickly. Even though yeah. theoretically, they're all like making these like hypocritical LinkedIn posts be like, well, building a startup is a marathon. Really? But do you support the runners? Or do you still yeah. just want to like be like, hey, I just won the top five. They're like really fast and making, you know, breaking records. And so I, I think that there is some hypocrisy though with like this whole we all talk about it theoretically that yes life is hard and you know all the struggles blah 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 but then at the end of the day we still are featuring more the ones that do it fast when they're young uh quickly and and in some very flashy way and then those are the stories that the media shares and the social media shares so of course everybody's like well fuck the marathon i want to do a sprint quickly i want to get to the top and then if i don't immediately i just feel like i want to give up because oh i guess it didn't happen right yeah that is that is so true and you know what makes me happy yes the wine and our podcast Yes, that makes me very happy too. I hope that this makes you guys, our listeners, very happy too. Uh, Have a happy Friday and have a great weekend. And we shall see you again next week.